my magical podcast, Kale's Movie Club. No, Kale's yeah. Cool Movie Club. I'm joined today yeah. by one of my bestest friends, Andrea. We went to school together. Hi. We went to film school mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, so, and of Ooh. course, I, of, of course, I could have had so many people as the inaugural <laughs> guest, but I chose someone who's talented <laughs> and funny. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Let's hope on both of those things. Yeah, she's definitely both. Um, so let's start. Let's let's do a little get to know you segment first. Uh, what inspired you to go to film school? Uh, what, movies were the only thing I ever really liked. I didn't like sports. I, I didn't. I mean, I did theater, but I didn't like it. I just did it because it's like the closest thing to movies. And especially, I don't know, I was like an introvert, so I watched a lot of movies, Yeah. and then the number just grew, and then it's just the only thing I care about now. Same. So then, I want to at least go to school and do something for it, because I think if I did anything else, or tried to do anything else, it wouldn't, I would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's pretty much. I it. mean, same. Honestly, same. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have very many friends, and I watched a lot, way too many movies and played too many video games. Yeah. But I also didn't want to design video games or uh, be a video game uh, critic. So, yeah, I decided to go to film school and then proceed to throw almost ten thousand dollars down the toilet and uh, quit. <laughs> but hey, That's okay. I just got that forgiven. So. Suck my ass. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're watching this live as we're tw- or as we're recording it on Twitch, uh, the applications have gone live. So be sure to fill out those applications. Get your free money from the government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never paid a single dime in student loans. That's fine. Yeah. And I and I Honestly, got it all I feel back. Like most people say that. Most people say that. I feel like. I feel like. Yeah. Most people have talked about student loans. They're like, oh, I haven't paid a cent. <laughs> yeah. And so, I will never pay a cent because I only have under $10,000. So. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck you. At least CFS is cheap. Yeah. That was the good thing about, because <laughs> I work in, now I work in post-production for porn at a certain company that I'm not going to say. Uh, and yeah. the, and my manager was like, yeah, I spent $100,000 going to some film school in Colorado. And it's just like, dude, you could have gone to fucking Colorado film school. And this was like, so he's been working there for 10 years. So this was like probably 15 years ago. That school was there 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not only would you have done that, but you could have like, like actually filmed something instead of, you know, making a, a Volkswagen commercial for a friend. Yeah. So. Anyways, we got we we got off cheap. We got off cheap. Yeah, I don't have any debt. Hey, let's go, baby. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't have had any. I wouldn't have had to take out any loans if my parents were like, "You should take out loans to pay for your uh, to pay for rent." And then I just moved back here. Oh, really? I moved back to my parents' house because I couldn't find a roommate. Yeah. That uh, that was acceptable. Yeah. Most of them aren't. No. Do you yeah. want to be roommates? 
You mean Brody? <laughs> when my lease is up. Okay. Let's talk about some news stuff. The first okay. news. Sydney Sweeney to star new Barbarella film at Sony Pictures. <laughs> is that what this is? Okay. Yeah. What do you think? First of all, well, can... Honestly, I'm not surprised. I don't know. Like, looking at this picture, to be honest, don't know who Barbarella... Uh, was it a 70? It was like a... I, I want to say it's like a 70s light porno, but it's not. I think it was just like an erotic thriller uh, where there's just like a bunch of tits in it, but starring Jane Fonda. Well, I feel... Okay. I feel bad because I hope... I just hope... I don't know. I just hope she didn't feel like she had to because she keeps coming mm. out saying that she didn't like doing the euphoria stuff. Yeah, that that one, it, like... Like, after the... Cause I, she did it a couple times, like, in the first season. Well, yeah, she got, like, railed by that one dude who was in, like, two episodes in season two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then, like, fucking, it just kept happening in season two. I was like, this is making me uncomfortable, <laughs> the amount of times you do this. I season two, because I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, though. I'll watch it eventually. I think now that people are calming down about it yeah they they there's an episode or there's like 10 minutes where they like actually make you give a shit about nate's dad yeah i'm not gonna spoil the scene you'll just have to see why that guy that likes fucking teens (laughs) yeah uh likes dropping t-slurs and uh says i only like femboys yeah I don't remember. I really just, because I, I, I only saw that part once. Every time I've watched Euphoria after that, I've skipped over it. Yeah. Oh, no, because I, I hate it. There was like, because they, when they were doing like the recap, and there was like at one point where they just kept showing that sex scene uh, with the, with Jules over and over again. So like, I, I just took like it. a three second video of him going like, Ugh! with his ass out. And I kept sending it to my friend. <laughs> Like every week, but like new four, you do four is out. Ugh. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Yeah. You don't care that her parents are uh, the Blue Lives Matters people. No. No. Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was because, like, you could reasonably explain most of that stuff out because there's like they're like her family was wearing MAGA hats except it said "Make Forty Great Again." And it was like a yeah. it was a hoedown theme, which it's like you can argue that like that's ironic. But there's a, a dude straight up wearing a Blue Lives Matter T-shirt, like unironically. Well, the thing is, a lot of people's parents are like my dad's like same had a Trump sign, you know, but I didn't. You know, no, yeah, I no. wouldn't wear a manga hat. Yeah. I think it's just a manga you know. hat. <laughs> I would wear a manga hat. I wouldn't wear a manga hat. <laughs> Amazing. Sorry, I was watching. I watched this YouTube series where they go through disturbing comics, and they say manga. Yeah. Oh, there's some. <laughs> there's some horrible disturbing manga. Um. Yeah. So this one's going to be a short one, but uh, we got a release date for uh, the third season of His Dark Materials. Have you watched that one? I have not. Um, I watched the, it's on HBO. I watched the first one. It was really good. 
Uh, and then I started watching the second and then fell off uh, for reasons yeah. that I can't remember why. But anyways, it's going to start <laughs> December 5th and apparently end on December 26th. Uh, oh. Wait, okay, it says... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, for BBC One with the release, two, two new episodes per week. So they're going to release two episodes per week leading up to the finale the day after Christmas. Um, yeah, th- this is a show that comes action out on Mondays. Pack. Yeah, it's a, the action pack se- oh, final James season. McAvoy. Yes, James McAvoy is in it. Uh, what was they had to, uh, cause they filmed the first two seasons back to back and they were going to come back and do, uh, this, the, one of the final episodes, uh, later, but then COVID happened. So they just cut his episode oh. from season two. So he was not in season two. Uh, for the most part, but yeah, he'll be fell off. in this one. The, the priest from uh, season two of Fleabag will be in it. Um, he's in the second season. I love actually uh, when I watched that finale of Fleabag, I almost vomited. Is it Simon Kirby is his name? I don't know, but uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited to do that. I got to. I gotta fucking uh, watch the rest of season two. Cause yeah. it, at one point they come to like, cause it's it's about like multiversal travel. Uh, at least the season two is, and so at one point they come to our universe, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is now boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, so there's that one. Uh, yeah, so here's one of the greatest stories to happen this week. Alex Jones ordered to pay nearly $1 billion in Sandy Hook defamation lawsuit. Let's go, baby. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, I like, don't know how he didn't think that was going to happen. You know what I mean? I, well, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be like a billion dollars, but like, oh my well, God. Just like, you can't just. No, you, you can't just say that and then do it for multiple years and never like never drop it like after, you know, six yeah. months like most normal people would do. Even if you do yeah. do conspiracy theories. That's the thing. <laughs> like I literally only know Alex Jones for like the stuff he said to the kid from Sandy Hook and then the frogs gay thing. Yeah. Turn to the frogs gay. Yeah. And like you know, so far, that's not good. No. Well, and, yeah. and <laughs> Yeah. J- just to, like, not back down from it when people are like, you're wrong. And he's like, I'm never wrong. And then. Yeah, it's like, why? It's like, wrong no, up, you've been wrong 90% of the time. As Joe Rogan likes to say, he's, 90 per- he's wrong 90% of the time, but the 10%, he's right. And it's just like, okay, cool. Thanks, Joe Rogan. You're such a wise man Honestly, in our age. I kind of hope he is right that the water's turning the frogs gay. I do too. I hope you frogs. I, mean? uh, I hope the boy frogs kiss the boy frogs. I just want to see boy yeah. frog kissing. Would that affect us at all? Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, probably because the because of the ecosystem. But I mean, I, if some of the frogs were gay, it doesn't affect them. But yeah, also you can't the, turn frogs not all gay. the frogs. Yeah, I mean pride, pride, pride frogs. Everybody wants pride frogs. 
I just say I hope pride frogs are real. That's yeah. <laughs> pride frogs lives matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that that's hilarious. Uh, this one I just found interesting. I'm not going to really read into it. Uh, but Netflix released record-breaking 1,024 original TV episodes in quarter three, more than five times any other service. Okay, I did just watch... Netflix is just kind of dropping a lot, because I did... I watched The Watcher yesterday. I watched all of The Watcher. The Watcher. I've, I've ne- well, I don't pay attention. To ne- I don't have a Netflix subscription anymore. And, uh, I oh, mean, the, well. the last thing I technically watched was Edge Runners. The only reason I have one is because my mom loves TV. Yeah. She would never cancel any subscription. That's, that's why I have a Peacock Peacock subscription is because my mom, there's a certain show that's only on Peacock now. And so we had to get a Peacock subscription, even though they're literally the worst streaming service because they premiered Halloween kills or Halloween ends rather uh, yesterday. But you can't watch the other two Halloween movies. You can only watch the original Halloween two. Yeah. Halloween. The first remake is on Hulu and Halloween kills is on HBO max. I just used Peacock to watch Halloween three season of the witch. Okay. Actually. Yes. It's so they have, they have Halloween, the original Halloween two and Halloween three. Well, you you know what the worst one is, is that Rob zombie monsters movie. They sold to Netflix. They sold that to Netflix when it's has universal branding on it. I was going to watch that because everybody says it's so bad. I, I don't the, the monsters were never it was never a great show so I don't know what anybody expected. I don't know what anybody expected either because honestly I don't know. Like Rob Zombie makes music video movies. Yeah. With his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like except for the devil's backbone like or the devil's rejects. All... Yeah. The Devil's Backbone. No, The Devil's Backbone was by by a really good filmmaker, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that's a different movie. Yeah, (laughs) completely different. Yeah, The Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I I don't like that one as much as I like House of a Thousand Corpses, but. uh, Me too, but a lot of people feel the opposite. Yeah, well, they can they can go uh, uh, kill themselves in Roblox. (laughs) I didn't say in real life. Yeah, Roblox. Roblox. Everybody's favorite video game. (laughs) Roblox. Um, Yeah, I I thought that was interesting that they've literally released more TV than most companies will ever release in a year. Uh, In in three months. Yeah. But it makes makes, sense. I mean, yeah. They drop a lot of shows that I don't even know about. No. They're like done also like, like marketing anything. All they do is release a video once a month about what's coming out next month. Like, and that's it. Yeah. Or they do, or yeah. if it's like Stranger Things or The Witcher, they'll be like, we're doing a fan con, and then we'll also put in a bunch of other bullshit nobody cares about, and then on the last day, here's The Witcher trailer. <laughs> and then you're just like, I think, yeah. why, why did they put a progressive rock song on this fucking Witcher trailer? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The only reason I know about, I think, The Watcher is because it has Naomi Watson. Oh. I think that's why they advertised it a little. Yeah. At least on a YouTube. Little bit. 
Oh, I have ad blocker, so. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching, uh, one of my friends was streaming earlier, and I saw that she didn't have ad blocker on, and I was like, wow, we really got to sit through ads to watch a Key and Peele sketch? Okay. Well, I also watch YouTube on my TV a lot, so I can't really get that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't. I... I've kind of, cause like right now my desk, so I have three monitors and my TV's over there and I have a perfect view. Yeah. Uh, I don't really use my TV cause I'm, cause I have three screens in front of me and yeah. I don't really have like anywhere to sit because my bed is facing that way. So I can't like watch, like I did watch Halloween's Halloween kills in bed, but I'm like laying on my side watching it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if it's if it's a streaming service that doesn't have commercials, I'll watch it on there. But if it does have commercials, I'm watching it on here, on my PC. Yeah. That I've dumped thousands of dollars in. Actually, I have been doing that because I got a VPN. So now I I watch like Cult of Chucky on like the Netherlands Netflix. The ne so. oh yeah, that's right yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Fucking international rights are so weird. Yeah, so I actually have been, yeah, <laughs> doing yeah. that too. I, I still I have a VPN. Ads. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Ads are the worst. But yeah, I, I have a VPN to uh, protect me from being hacked, but that's about it. Uh, and I had I to mean, do... That too, like, I have it for that too. Yeah. But. I had to do like hours of research to find one that, you know, would not degrade my speed like most VPNs do. I just got one that a YouTuber gave me a link for. <laughs> NordVPN? So. Yes, Lud I did get it. <laughs> did, did you use Ludwig's code? No, dead meat. I don't know who the fuck that is. They do kill, he does kill counts. Like he does like. Oh, I think I've heard. Actually, I do think I've heard of him. I do think I've heard yeah. of him. Yeah. So. I watch him every day because I have nothing to do all day. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> this one I tweeted about earlier this week and it oh. really it really hurt me. Uh Watchmen creator Alan Moore uh says adults loving superhero movies is infantile and can be a precursor to fascism. Why? Says the guy who writes comic books. That made Watchmen? He wrote he wrote Watchmen and has ceased any ownership over it since. Um, yeah, he, he's like a weird dude. He's like, I'm a wizard. Oh. Um, most comic book writers are fucking weird. Like, uh, who is it? The dude who wrote Batman from like, Oh five to like 2012, uh, says that he's the God of his own universe and we are our own gods. Uh, and he's like, you just need to get, get high on LSD and then you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so I've already read this article. Basically he just goes on to say yeah. like, uh, people who like to live in a nostalgic state, uh, like comic books are specifically written for children, which, you know, he wrote this fucking comic book that has gratuitous violence and sex in it. That's totally yeah, for children. Yeah, like, has a lot of sex. Yeah. And by the way, My book adaptations go, Zack Snyder's Watchmen is really well done until the ending. Yeah. I loved Zack Snyder's Watchmen, and I yeah. remember when I was a teenager and my parents came in, I was watching it, and they thought I was watching porn. 
Yo, I yeah, I I read that and uh, like I saw it like probably like five or six times in the theater. I took my brother to see it, and when I took my brother to see it, there was this dude who went to the church that we went to at the time, and he brought his dad. No. Yeah, and I was like, that's hilarious. And then all well, like no, we like we slid because we knew that what Watchmen was about, so we slid in our seats to avoid yeah. looking at him, and they had no idea we were there. And then, so then I brought it up to him at church uh, the next day. Watching that explicit sex. Scene. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I saw you at the, I saw you at Watchmen. He's like, yeah. I was like, I saw your dad there too. He's like, yeah, that was awkward. I was like, no shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my parents hated it. They hated watching. Yeah, I bet my my parents don't like anything that I'm into. So. Well, they just thought I was watching porn. Yeah. So they didn't like it. My mom loves marble. Mar marble. She loves marble. marbles. Jesus. <laughs> she can, yeah, she, she, she could do a pickup game like that. I tried to snap yeah. with the wrong fucking hand. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh did you watch She Hulk? Or let's 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 get into that. Did you watch She Hulk? No, I'm scared to watch it, okay, because some people said it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not. But it's I don't amazing. know if they're just being dramatic. Because that's the thing about Don't Worry Darling. Are people just being little, like, pussies? Uh, well, <laughs> we'll get into it. But my, my, my theory is people just didn't understand Don't Worry Darling. No, no, She-Hulk is really good. Um, and every, like, most critics are very, like, uh, or, like, most yeah. people that I respect. Uh, love that, love the ending, and I didn't. And I just want to kind of talk about the ending, and I want to know why people like absolutely loved it because, because the, the thing is, I didn't like what they did with the ending, but I thought what they did was executed flawlessly. Anyways, he like like this dude writes fucking comic books, uh, and he's like he's like he's like yeah, it leads to fascism, and it's just like okay, cool, uh, whatever. But yeah, and then and then at the end he's like, yeah, I I realize that I played a part in that, but still, it's what I say is true. It's like okay. I think that's okay. I think the same way I think about all stuff like this is it's selective. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe some people it might turn a f already fascist person into a into like worse maybe. Yeah. But it's not going to turn the standard person. No. Just flip them. Yeah. You know. I, I do agree that like spending too much time with nostalgia and like, like wanting to go to a simpler time is a very yeah. easy route to fascism, like in don't worry, darling. But I don't think like the average comic book reader wants to be stuck in nostalgia. I think they want a good story. And unfortunately yeah. some things just don't have that great of a story. Whereas like, like comic books are really about, drawing and the story and like the yeah. when you have both that are really great that's when an excellent comic like watchman happens and you know it's it's like any book like just yeah yeah but There's more to it yeah but I, I just like it like just hearing him say that is just the funniest thing i've ever heard um okay let's do we got three <laughs> more news stories Okay. Let's go to a happy story about Brendan Let's Fraser. The, 
the comeback of the century. Uh, oh, yeah. yes, I saw this. Yeah, he was recently in an interview. Uh, I guess this one goes a little bit more where it says he was open. To, he's open to doing Mummy again, which is awesome. Yeah. But uh, my favorite part was like a critique that like I think a lot of people had where it's like the Tom Cruise one uh, failed because it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. And honestly, you could say that that wasn't even a mummy movie and I would believe it because everybody, nobody in that movie looked like a mummy. Yeah. No, it was the dark cinematic universe uh, Iron Man. But uh, well, should have tried harder to make people look like mummies. Yeah, they should have. I mean, I don't know. In the Mummy, the original Mummy, they look like mummies. They had mummy, and then there was, you know, also erotic body paint. So, like, they should have done erotic body paint. That's all I'm saying. Something. That's how. That's how the pharaoh knew she was touched. Is if her body paint was smudged, because no one was allowed to touch her. Well. They should try to hide either way with whatever. Yeah. But like, and like one of the best things he said was like, it's a hard, it's hard to make that movie. The ingredients that we had going for our mummy, which I didn't see in that film was fun. Uh, that was yeah. what was lacking in the incarnation. Uh, it's too much of a straight ahead horror movie. The mummy should have been, should be a thrill ride, but not terrifying and scary. Uh, I know how difficult it is to pull off. I tried to do, I, I tried to do it three times, which I, I feel like he successfully did it twice. Uh, yeah. I think I've blacked out the team of the dragon emperor. No, he did. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta have a little fun. That one besides that one image that everybody has of the guy, the scorpion king, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, that's the rock. That was the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Rock. Yeah. yeah, The Rock. Well, no. I haven't seen those movies since before my parents were divorced, I think. So that's... Oh, fun. dang. Yeah. I own those two movies on VHS, and I hooked up my VHS player six months ago, and those were the two first things I watched. I love that. So I want to buy a VHS player, but my parents got rid of all my VHSs. Wow. I, so I'm going to have to go. I literally inherited a shit ton of my uh, VHSs from my first grandma who died and then I inherited a VHS player from my other grandma who died. <laughs> my grandparents, my, my aunts upgraded them. So they don't have that anymore. Oh. No, my, my grandparents, uh, so yeah, they, they had like a, they had like a bunch of like regular TVs and stuff. And, but in one bedroom, they had a tiny little tube TV and then a VHS and DVD player. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And I took both of those when she died. Well, good. Yeah. Would. So, <laughs> so now I, I have like, t like at some point when I clean stuff up, I'm going to set up a cool studio room. It's not just going to be cool posters. Like that are all behind me. Yeah, like that's that. What I tried to do. I, that's why I tried to do this background. Cause I knew yeah. what yours looked like. Yeah. And my, like my room already looks like this. <laughs> I mean, mine does too. I sleep in here too. I have, I mean, there's like a bunch of like Dark Knight and Batman posters over there. There's. I'm gonna buy a Birds of Prey poster like you, cause that's. Yeah, that's. I saw that and I was jealous. Mm -hmm. That's my that's favorite of... DCEU movie. 
I which by the way I fucking forgot I to love... do this. We're gonna do a live on air. We're gonna do uh I'm gonna do my letterbox top four. I'm gonna change it. Oh come back. Am I gone? Okay, no, you're back. Okay. Um I'm so my letterbox top four. Okay. I don't know if you can see it as of right now. <laughs> Is Batman v Superman, Jennifer's Body, Blade Runner 2049, and End of Evangelion. I have my Blade Runner in mine. Nice. So Mine right now. Oh, God, I love that Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2013, Blade Runner 2049, and Lars and the Real Girl. I've never seen that. And I recently did watch Scream, and it is really great. Um, Scream is good. Yeah. It's my favorite movie of all time. Of every time. Also, my 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 new profile pic that I've just put everywhere is me in a Harley Quinn wig, which I'm gonna be for Halloween. (laughs) Darren's like, uh, we're we should rent an Airbnb, and I was like, yeah, that's good because otherwise I would have had to done my makeup at your house, and that would have not been great. Because I mean, have you seen his house? Like his mom's house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 That wouldn't have been it's great. Just... Uh, how do I edit this? Oh, here it is. What? Uh, so we're taking one off, and we're putting on Birds of Prey. Yeah, I love Birds of Prey. So now my I new watched... top four is Birds of Prey, Jennifer's Body, Blade Runner, and The End of Evangelion. So. Do we have we have Blade Runner in the same place? Do we? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if mine's in order, but... Um, mine would definitely not be in order because I would put Birds of Prey over Jennifer's body. Uh, I took Jennifer's body off to put Lars in the real girl. <laughs> it's fine. There can only be one person who calls it the Millennial Citizen Kane. First of all, I got bullied. In middle school and high school for liking Jennifer's body. Really? And now every little bitch on TikTok. Fucking loves it. It's like, I love Jennifer. I was like, I was openly mocked. I guess I was in high school when that movie came out. And nobody talked about it. I, people would just be like, are you a lesbian? Because you know how. 14 year old boys like to call people lesbians and yeah. think it's like like in a negative tone so dumb 14 year old boys are the worst and i had to fight a bunch of them on tiktok a few days ago so yeah. you did um this one is really sad uh actor robbie oh! coltrane who played hagrid I did see died today this is this is breaking news everybody yeah. Um, I did see that fresh today. Yeah. Oh, he was 72 also though, which is outstanding. So that was a, that's pretty old. Yeah. You know, that's ancient. He was in Harry Potter. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to release my opinions on Harry Potter. I already, I already tweeted, you know what? Well, yeah, (laughs) you know what? Let's do something even better than, saying my opinions let's go to twitter and i'll show you my opinion oh yeah let's see this uh uh, jk somebody asked how do you sleep at night knowing that you've lost a whole audience from buying your book jk rowling said i've read my most recent royalty check 
and find the pain goes away pretty quickly. And so my yeah. response to that is, remember this tweet when you think maybe I should buy that game where wizards shit their pants and then it vanishes. Damn, you got her ass. That's a real piece of Harry Potter lore that happened because Hogwarts is like a gorillion years old and was around before the invention of plumbing. And so in order to <laughs> make it fit with the lore, somebody asked why, when they didn't have plumbing, how did, uh, how did wizards shit? And her answer was not, they dug a hole and shat out in the back like most normal people. No, they shit their pants and then would use their wands to make it disappear. What? Which brings an even more insane thing, which is why is there toilets at Hogwarts at all if you can just make your shit vanish with magic? Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it just opened up. They go through the unpleasantness of shit. I mean, the only people who would be like, who wouldn't understand that are people like Harry Potter who didn't grow up knowing magic existed. <laughs> Was the bathroom just to have moaning Myrtle in place? Yes. I mean, in lore, Damn. in lore, if you're a normal person, you're like, oh no, they, they took giant shits in those bathrooms. But, <laughs> but no, if you're JK Rowling, you believe that trans women shouldn't have rights and also that magic can take away your shit. Honestly, I would love that. I, I would too. I would. It's true. I hate. I hate the toilet. I hate it. I. Me too. I hate peeing. Yeah. I hate. Like I hate having to like go into a separate room. Yep. And then washing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoy I washing my hands, but I also like getting rid of germs. Well, I like so. washing my hands, but. I enjoy like I Purell. Said that I want my superpower to be like I can transport my like pee and my shit to the toilet. Yeah. I wish they just would invent a, a a device that was like a diaper, but it just absorbed everything and didn't smell, or give you rashes or infections. Yeah, like it transported some somewhere yeah. else. Like like think about how much time you waste in the bathroom. And I'm not so just talking much, about avoiding probably. work. I do go in there a lot of work. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't have to like, again, how my job works is I have to watch six, like to still be able to be employed there. I have to watch six hours of content yeah. per day. Um, and I usually watch about seven. So I'm even more under the radar, but so, so like, and you can do that as quickly as you want to, or as slowly as you want to, as long as you hit the, hit the daily target, it's fine. Yeah. So like, so like, I don't have to go hide in the bathroom. I can literally just pull up a fucking YouTube video and watch that for 20 minutes. I mean, I do that too. I'm just in a back room by myself all day. Yeah. Hopping into random just discord servers to figure out how this thing works. I was on Discord today because I, I was like... I, I saw that because I had it up and I was like, why is, why is shit moving? And then I saw you were in there and right as I was about to jump in and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You jumped out. I was like, oh, that's that's sad. I, did, I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. 
No, it's fine. I just thought that was funny. Cause yeah, I was like also still at work and I was like, and then I had to go back and check the text messages. Like, did I get the time right? Um, but yeah, the, then I figured out, Oh no, you're just trying to figure it out. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because we weren't, I was waiting to go online to make sure you had everything correctly done. So you would have looked like an idiot. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed at that. Also, a uh, fun fact about work today is, so we, we do a hybrid schedule where we remote in three days a week and then we go to the office two days a week. That's going to change soon. Uh, I've heard rumors um, about how it's going to be fully remote and I'm going to love it uh, because then I don't have to look like a sad boy uh, when I go into work because <laughs> I don't want people to ask me questions. I can just look like yeah. this the entire time like I do when I work at home. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like our, so basically our office computers, like, like everybody has a PC except for our department, which has Macs. And so they just kind of forget that we exist half the time. So everybody else's computers, yeah. cause we had to have a power outage to like install meters and stuff. So everybody's computers came on at like 1030. Our department didn't come on at all. The other person who works in my department got theirs back on at one. I got mine back turned back on at four after sending two requests to the IT department to turn it the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, and, and that, that literally made me, made it so I could only do six hours worth of work instead of seven. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, and that's, that's the only part I'm mad about is that I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't hit my regular goal, so I would stay under the radar, but that also just, just mean, but I, but I hit the minimum, so that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that I was like literally watching, don't worry, darling, we'll still like trying to refresh to get into my computer to, uh, finish my work for the day. <laughs> it was so dumb. <laughs> Okay. At least I guess you had something to watch. Yeah. Well, I pretty and, pornographic. Yeah, we we uh since since we knew this was coming, like I was able to get all the stuff I needed for to do a full day of work uh on yeah. one of the other days I was working. So I had I had actual like I actually accomplished work despite all the yeah. challenges that were presented to me. Yeah. Well, um, good. That's Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't feel too bad. I just felt like it was just the dumbest thing ever because they're going around turning on all these computers and like, they just forgot mine twice or three times rather three times. Yeah. Cause they had to be told to go specifically turn on our department's computers and they just forgot to do it the first time that they were told. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's literally a, it's a button on the back of the screen. That's all you had to do. You should have done it for every computer in the place and then let us sort it out when we come back on Monday or on Tuesday rather. Although no, some people will be yeah. there Monday, but yeah, no, just they couldn't, they couldn't have done that. Also, the best part was when I was there on Thursday, there was a dude looking around at everybody who was working and what computers needed to be turned back on. And he made the notes. I saw him. Oh, he's looking right at my computer. Dude, they're just fucking around over there. Yeah, what? I don't, like 
to me, their department is kind of useless because I can just figure out what's wrong with my computer, but they have to justify how relevant they are. So they lock everything behind. Like if you want to update or delete anything, you need to call them to get it updated or deleted. So I have like a wildly out of date Chrome <laughs> uh, just on my computer. And like, I'm just like, I'm not going to call them to update it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like if they want it updated, I mean, it, they'll do it. They'll do it themselves. Do it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It, well, and it's also, luckily we're getting new computer. We're getting PCs finally for our department sometime soon. But uh, I only have 20 gigabytes on my computer. Half of the files that we have to watch are 4K, and they're 40 gigabytes, so I can't actually download files yeah. to my computer. Oh. It's so dumb. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so the, the files, I have, to, I have to stream the files from the server that's downstairs. And the best part about where I work is our infrastructure is fucking crumbling because the parent company refused to update it. So... Uh, and so now we have to update it and they're spending like five times as much as they did if they were just to do it slowly. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's capitalism, baby. If it ain't broke, don't yeah. fix it. But when it is uh, broke, you're going to spend five times as much. Yeah. I was like, if it, if it's only a little broke, don't fix it until it's unavoidable. And my kitties and it are it. Yep. Oh hell yeah, Shia LaBeouf! Yo, were you when when you saw what the twist was? Were you kind of disappointed that Shia LaBeouf was not the? It was Harry Styles instead of Shia LaBeouf. Okay, I wasn't disappointed, but I got it. Yeah, I I understand those voicemails a lot better now, because he would have been perfect. Like, I understood what because at first I was like, why the hell would you want to? Why would you watch Shia LaBeouf in your fucking movie? Anyway? Yeah. And then I'm like, uh. <laughs> yep. Once you, once you see the, like, and that's like 90% of what makes this movie kind of enjoyable besides, for me, the Jordan Peterson impression that Chris Pine is doing. Let's get into it. We're getting into it. Live it wild. Don't worry, darling. Uh, so we'll, we'll just read, A, Better Homes and Gardens. <laughs> We're getting right into this. This is spoilers. Spoilers, everybody. We're getting into the spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, th this is like an article that showed up yesterday. Uh, but it says Olivia Wilde says, don't worry, darling, sex scenes, overshadowed film, which she played a part in, yep. uh, film and then that. slams media firestorm. We didn't sign up for a reality show, which, yeah. And like, it seems like a little, like a lot of it was overblown. And then of course, not knowing I, what the yeah. actual movie is like not seeing it. And you're just like, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't badly directed, but I, but I understand like, no. I understand, like, it, it, it does reflect, like, some of the controversy kind of does reflect uh, in the movie. Like, you can understand, like, she definitely had divided attention when she was directing this movie. Um, yeah. And it, it, it reflected in the final product because it's, and it seemed like the editing for 90% of this movie was horrible. Like, I kept thinking that as the movie kept going along because like the movie starts and it seems like it started 30 minutes yeah. into the movie. <laughs> do, do you yeah, agree? Cause I mean, cause it starts how the trailer starts. Mm -hmm. which I didn't expect. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't expect them to start 
not that I expected, you know, the story to be released, you know, or like the twist, I guess, to release earlier or whatever. Yeah. But I thought we kind of started in the middle of like all these people already knowing each other so well that it was hard at first to be like, okay, yeah. who are these people? And I mean, in the movie, they are, they're just simulations or whatever. It, well, exactly. But, like, like the twist is that it's, it's all a simulation. And like, that sort of like makes sense why nothing is sort of happens before they're all together. They don't really yeah, know their backstories too well. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of just how the day starts for the women, at least. Yeah. Like they think they're sleeping or something and they, you know, they just wake up in the middle of whatever the hell their husbands want them to be in the middle of pretty yeah. much. No. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. And like that, that was the thing I was like, this movie is just feels very disjointed in the editing. And then it just like, and like, and there's like a point where halfway through you can get what the twist is that it's not reality. And yeah. then, and then, but it, it's just like, but when they reveal that it is they're inside of a simulation and that she's just laying in bed for probably months at this point, because she did not look, yeah. she did not look very good, which was intentional by the way. Water. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't mean that Florence Pugh looked ugly in it. I mean that she was intentionally supposed to look like she was uh, withering away. But like, yeah, I mean, she kind of is. Yeah, when, when it's yeah, when it's revealed, it's like a simulation, and like they brainwash them to be there, except for Olivia Wilde's character. Yeah. Um, then, then I'm just like, oh, that's why the editing was so disjointed because it is from her perspective, and like we're learning things from her perspective, and that's how you would experience a simulation like this. Yeah, because it's only on when he turns it on. Yeah, when when he turns he it on, on and when she's when she's there, yeah. Yeah, or when she's conscious uh, in it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. cause cause yeah, there's like like she, like when she uh, just wakes up in her bed after after logging out the first time, that felt very yeah. weird, and then yeah, and then when she comes back from the hospital, like they don't show they show like one scene of her in the hospital, and then it's just like cuts to four it's weeks bad. later, yeah, and it's like that was yeah. very weird, and then then the twist happens, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, that makes th that makes a lot of sense. Like why the editing was so disjointed, which I think is yeah. what people didn't really get in hindsight when they watched the whole thing. Because but the okay yeah, the thing about this whole thing is this is pretty much just like a Black Mirror episode, mm -hmm. and everybody understands Black Mirror so well. You know, For the most part, give or take. Yeah. Why was this different? You know? Uh, part of it's the advertising, and part of it is, again, part of it is the subject matter where you have to be so brain-broken to fully understand Jordan Peterson and the incel community. Does that mean we're brain-broken? I, I mean, not you personally. Me, I know I'm fucking... I have so much... Like, that's... Like, I laughed every time Chris Pine opened his mouth... Because it is classic Jordan Peterson. Like every line he did is something that he says, like when, when he's like, what's the enemy of progress? Chaos, the dragon of chaos. It's just, 
I just, I laughed the whole time and like nobody else in the theater got it. And I think they were like weirded out that I was laughing so hard at Chris Pine. I don't, I always even thought that was the point. He's always, he's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it, it is the point. It, it is the point. And he like, yeah, he like, he deserves so many awards for that portrayal because he perfectly ingested <laughs> the essence of what he is and how he, uh, talks and like, why people are sort of interested in him because the way they show him in this movie is like, you know, all the men really love him. And even like most of the women are like, yeah. And it isn't until later that Florence Pugh is like, he's doing something bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause even, even thinking about having seen it now, he always kind of like brought Olivia into it. Cause she's the you only one who knew it. Was- yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it was like every well, wait, was she, no, she was at the she was at the house party scene at the beginning. Yeah, when he was like, "What are we doing?" and she said, "Change in the world." Yep, and like, yeah, and his wife, like, of course, oh. who, who, he, it, from when we were talking before, it sounds like we have kind of different uh, interpretations of that. Where I just said she's an even worse misogynist than he is. I mean, to be honest. The first time I watched it, I didn't know. I didn't at first understand why she stabbed him. I mean, I still don't really 100%. I don't don't know the the, interpretation. Because I didn't expect her to stab him. I kind of expected her to stand by him to the end. Well, and that is sort of like, because, I mean, and it's like, it's like, uh, like she is like the antithesis of like sort of the of wives of those people or like the anti-feminists where yeah. where she like because she because she leads the uh uh what's that the the ballet class which olivia wilde oh doesn't really go into and women are in yeah and i think yeah. that's when she logs out is when everybody goes to the ballet class um yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah like yeah. like yeah so she's like re- reinforcing the stuff and like because she because she probably believes this shit more than he does because because there's a point in the movie where he he goes full mask off and is just like i yeah. need someone to antagonize me i need someone to be my opposite and i know it's you i know you're gonna try and take me down and that's only gonna make me stronger and it's just like it's just like yeah and then so she like 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 he doesn't wholeheartedly believe this, but he knows like this would make a better society if women were subservient. But she believes everything that this motherfucker says with all her heart and is like, I can do it better because you have failed us now. So that was my reading on it. Yeah. I mean, and and hearing you say that, that does make sense. Yeah. Because, I didn't really, to be honest, when it ended, I didn't really think about her at all. I thought about everything else. Yeah. So it does make sense that, especially because under his rulership of these men, it was foiled. Yeah. Well, and it's not like the first, like, because we get into like in, in the very beginning, like one girl is already like figured out that this is all simulation. She wants to get the fuck out and yeah. they're, they're like trying to force her to stay. So like, so like he, this is, this keeps happening when he's doing it. So like, 
you know, and she's like, I've had enough. Like, we're going to bring back traditional values, whether we like it or not. Yeah, and they're not going to speak. Honestly, that is kind of like makes it a little darker mm-hmm. in a sense because I believe that she would do better, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, she had successfully, you know, was bringing his, like, like again, it wasn't like, like she sort of was like seeing through the illusion, but it wasn't until that dinner scene when he's like, you need to antagonize me or else this is not going to work that everything started to fall apart for him. Was, was yeah, that, cause, cause yeah, like he played his hand a little bit too uh, early. He thought she knew more than she did. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, and which was a, was like a great dinner scene because he like, he was very prepared for what she had to say. And and that's the other thing you got to think about, like in hindsight with that dinner scene, all the men at that table know exactly what's going on. And then Olivia, yeah. well, no, Olivia Wilde wasn't there, but his wife knows what's going on. And so he's like going around asking, he's going around asking the wives if they feel fine and comfortable here, not in, not, and not anybody who knows. Like he, like he, he knows that she's not going to yeah. win over anybody who knows there, but he's like seeing, he's like testing the water to see if any of these other women who have no idea what's going on, if they're buying into what she's saying and they're not. Which is, which is why she failed in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there, okay. Yeah. Cause there were two scenes in the trailer. Cause I saw the trailer probably a billion times. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the two dinner table scenes, you know, it was, or, you know, not dinner table scenes, but the two scenes, the scene where they're like partying and they're like, having fun mm-hmm. and then the dinner scene where florence alice whatever is like do you even know what the victory project is yeah and then he's like will you do you you tell me what you think it is then. yeah like yeah and yeah and, and even sh- at that point you don't know nobody knows except for i guess the men and yeah Olivia, but yeah, like, like all the people, like, yeah, it's it's just like the two the two women there. And that's like, that was like when rewatching it, like that's what I found very interesting was he was only getting the temperature and like seeing what the other women who didn't know what this was, like if they were still uh, tricked by the illusion. Yeah. And, and that, because, no, you say it. Because, <laughs> yeah, because that, that's like the people that he needs to win over to see if this this yeah. victory project actually works because he's already won over all the incels. He's won over his wife. So he doesn't need to win over those people. He just needs to make sure that these women are still complacent and like what they're doing with the victory project is working because it's clearly yeah. not working with her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also something weird because Peg was always pregnant And that's something I just realized while we were talking. I was like, she was pregnant the whole time. How long was she just... And she was, like, the same size. Yeah. The well, whole time. I mean, I think... I mean, I, I, I think really just in universe time, before, 
Because they don't show her after she gets back from the hospital. I think in a universe time, that's like only been like a week. Like, I think all these events keep happening day after day. Like when we go in and out. So yeah, I I don't, yeah, I don't think her being that level of pregnant is too unusual. Because now for some reason I went to conspiracy town and I, I was like, was that even real? Because the kids weren't real. So it's a baby. Yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, I, I do, I do think like, uh, well, and I don't know because it, it's like, because we only see the outside through Florence's perspective. So we know that they had a pre-established relationship already. Um, so like, like yeah. that makes sense. Whereas like, it's like, especially the new people, the dude seemed like he could not get a woman to save his life. So I don't know <laughs> if she's in the same room as him when he's in or if they kid, if like the victory project itself kidnapped her and she's somewhere else. That's okay. That's what I was thinking too, because yeah, that guy, even before you kind of know what's going on, you're like, that woman would never marry that man. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was like a really big mystery. Cause like, again, cause like going into the movie, I knew that this dude, like I knew Chris Pine was Jordan Peterson. So I'm like, okay, all these dudes are incels. And I'm like, and I was like, cause, and I didn't want to think Harry Styles was an incel which does kind of suck about yeah, the, the yeah, well that sucks about the casting, which actually, cause if it was Shia LaBeouf, I would have been like, Oh yeah, that dude's totally an incel, which I, I think the casting kind of worked out for that twist in the movie's favor because you wouldn't think like this dude would be an incel. It and, worked for me. Yeah. He would never. Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the, oh, fuck, I forget the word but he's like the dude in the dress that the media like attacks. Like he wore a dress on stage once. And so he's the cliche yeah, dude in dad, a dress. That's, the only, that's the yeah. only thing my dad knows about him. Yeah. So like, so like, yeah, you would never expect him to like play an incel and actually play it really fucking well. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. Like, like he would like, I wouldn't say that he was like the best in the 1950s as an actor. Uh, like, well, actually, no, actually he did really do a good job because he was yeah, not, he, he was not good at being like a stereotypical fifties guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which does feed into his character. And that may, that may actually be bad acting. I don't know. It worked. It just worked. So. Uh, I don't think it is. I, Cause I, I don't think it is, of, but other, but other people would say that. Oh yeah. Trust me. We like, we've seen the worst of the worst. So like when somebody's just like mildly good, they're not as terrible as like some of the worst people we've seen who think they could act. I thought he was good. Yeah. Well, I like, I thought he was, didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he was fine, but yeah, no, the incel is like, he very, he shined and was like very good at being the incel. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah. For like, a few scenes, like until after, like probably until we found out about the simulation thing. Cause when she first, like that scene when Florence comes home and she's the surgeon uh-huh. and then she's like, he's like on the computer or whatever. And 4chan. <laughs> yeah. 4chan <laughs> listening to his podcast. Yeah. I was, I did not know that was him. 
Yeah. I thought that was just like a whole other person. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. didn't make any sense story-wise, but it just was like, oh, it, that's when it kind of got me. I feel like it made perfect sense story-wise because that is, he was, the makeup department was so good at making him stereotypical neckbeard. I know. That's no, I that's I didn't think story wise it would make sense that it was a oh, different at the time, person. or or yeah, if it was a different yeah. person story wise, yeah, no, but I get you. I thought it was a different person. I thought that this was like a relationship before him or something, or why she went into the simulation or something. Yeah, like that's like when I got that's when I realized like, god damn it, these people. Do not respect this. I don't, at least that scene, that's like, that was when I, because I genuinely was like blown away. And then the more they kept showing him with his like acne scars Mm -hmm. and his hair, I was just like, like, that's insane. No, (laughs) and it, it was like, it's a very good portrayal. Like what they did with his character is like, one of the greatest portrayals of like the old right pipeline, like the descent into that is because yeah. like, he, de- he descends into it because he loses his job. He doesn't feel like he can provide. And then she has to take over, which any sort of normal person would be like, I hate that you have to do this, but I understand. And like, we'll get through yeah. this together, but just something happened or like when he was trying to find a job, he just at one point quit and then just went straight down this alt-right pipeline, which led him to this Jordan Peterson character guy. And he's like, he has like, I have a vertical monitor, so I'm kind of an incel. Um, <laughs> but which first of all, he has a fucking Mac in the movie. And I was like, that's the one thing you got wrong was that he would have a Mac. Uh, yeah. He would have built his own PC. Yeah. So he would have had a PC, but like he's listening to this podcast on his main Mac screen and then he has a vertical monitor that is just 4chan. And I was like, this is brilliant. Like, I cannot believe Olivia Wilde fucking has this, has the same kind of brain poison that I do. Cause it's like, cause I've seen like, have you seen mainstream? No. What's that? Um, it was directed by Gia Coppola. Um, Sophia Coppola's niece. Okay. Um, and it had, it has like Maya Hawk, uh, Nat Wolf and, uh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> the greatest actors of our generation. First of all, I think that two of them definitely are. Yeah. Well, maybe three actually. Probably all, well, all I, no, I, I think all three of them. I think, I think it. Yeah. Maya Hawk is pretty good. Actually. The more I watch her, I was, Oh, I, I love her. Nat Wolf. I think Nat Wolf is like the least is probably the worst of the three, but he's still fucking great of the three. And I, that wolf. Well, I think I've loved that wolf I th- since I was seven years old. I think currently, I think, no, I think my Hawk is really like everything that I've seen her in. She's fucking amazing. And I think Andrew Garfield, after he got done with Spider-Man, like took some yeah. time and really learned how to do really great things. And so that's he's why incredible. I think, and that's why I think that wolf is like the worst out of all three of them. But I think they're still, some of the like the best actors of the generation. Nat Wolf. No, he, my support for Nat Wolf runs through, runs through my veins. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he's still really good. 
the whole point of that movie was it was showing it tried to show like modern technology good and bad mm-hmm. and it did a horrible job <laughs> i think mm-hmm. so even subtle stuff like that in movies like that in spree have you seen spree no i, I want to i just haven't had the spree so good time um what is it on anything streaming it's hulu it's on hulu okay i don't have hulu so yeah that's why okay well <laughs> it's like that even that small moment in olivia wilde's movie for like a second mm-hmm. It like outshines all of mainstream. Yeah. Even though Giacopola is a generally young person compared to like, you know, even Olivia Wilde or whatever. So I was shocked about that too because so many movies portray it like how the, how other people portray it that aren't a part of it. Yeah. And it's so. I think that's part of the reason why I liked the movie so much, even though, you know, is that it was so realistic. Yeah. It, like she did even her research. Way. Yeah. This, like, I really want to interview her just specifically about all the, like how she got inspired by all the alt-right bullshit and Jordan Peterson just to write this movie. Like, I want to know the pathology of exactly how she got the exact same brain poisoning that I did. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I find that's, yeah, I find it so interesting because it's like, you would not expect like her to like, even like, like know what any of this is, let alone have yeah. enough interest to write a whole fucking movie about it and to get things so perfectly right about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not wrong. No, it, it if it's. If those people could do that, they would. Yeah, and like, and it is like, like, and that's like the other thing is like, it, like the movie wasn't marketed as enough horror. Like what they showed, like sort of yeah. was like, oh, things are uncanny and things are weird, but it's like, no, like this is this is one of the worst, like one of the most realistic horror movies of the past like year. Like yeah, because and like and that is like some of the complaints that people are making who don't understand how real this thing could be. Is like it's just some white woman complaining about things. It's like, no, you don't understand. People think like this. People will do this, and like it's so easy for them to get the brain worms in just by listening to a guy like Jordan Peterson, because he says like a few good things or a few good things. He said they say or like he says a few things that people really resonate with. But then he has more batshit crazy ideas and more batshit crazy yeah. people who follow him, where it's just like we should go back to traditional ways where it's just like a lot of people agree with that. Cause that's a simpler time and stuff. But then it's just like, but women should be in the kitchen and every man should have a woman given to him as a wife. We should have a society enforced monogamy and shit like that, where it's like, you're going batshit insane. Or like women should stop wearing makeup. They're slutting up the office. It's just like, what? Yeah. It's like, nobody thinks that yeah. like, and even most of those people, because that's the thing, Harry Styles, you know, he obviously, like, even he had a job, whatever, he lost it. Yeah. He didn't think of that before. They weren't in the simulation before. No, they weren't in the simulation. And, like, they seem to genuinely, like, the scene that 
they showed us they seemed to genuinely love each other and like she yeah. she very much wanted to like she's like it's okay that i have to work a little bit extra until you get back on your feet i love you and this relationship is worth me sacrificing a little bit more time to keep us together and living together yeah. and all it took was him not being able to handle that yeah I, I, for, a li- for a second no doubt it took him six to- months to listen to that podcast like he couldn't find a job for six months he found that like and trust and maybe i'm like a little like i know a little bit more about that because of how bad the job market is and like how yeah. degrading and how down you get by putting out thousands of fucking applications and never hearing back for months at a time. But yeah. like, and it does, it does drive you crazy, but I also am queer as fuck. So it never would have driven me to that. So like, I, like I understand how he got there and like, I just yeah. didn't. Well, and I understand how he got tricked by, I understand a lot of this movie, I guess is like, I, yeah. I understand. I just know from my personal experiences that he probably shouldn't have like, like that's just not the way, but yeah, like, like it's, yeah, it's so easy to understand like that. Yeah. It it just takes like someone losing their job and feeling emasculated for a little bit, even though it seemed like it, it like the emasculation, what, what is the perceived emasculation came from a place of love and like, we're going to get through this together. And then they just started drifting apart and he started going down darker and darker. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was like a couple of years. Like she's, she's doing all these like longer shifts and stuff and like leaving them alone all day. Yeah. And like, and then, and then it is like the incel thing where it's like he, in the later scene, the four chance scene, he's, he wants to have sex with her and she's like, I'm fucking tired, dude. And I got to go to work in like six hours. So we're not going to do this. And he's just like, you're yeah. not giving me the sex you promised me. Yeah. And then, okay. Cause that's another thing. Yeah. In. Okay. Cause that's a whole other part of his psyche is that thing because he gets rejected from sex. Yeah. Once that we see, you know, Once. for logical reasons. I mean, anytime you reject sex, it's lot, you know, whatever. Yeah. But in the simulation, he's always going down on her. Yeah. So what does he think that that's like a service? Does he think that it's like, okay? Yeah. Well, and the other thing is like, like that, that also sort of fuels into that, like, and it feels into things like it. Not everything is a, not every person is a monolith. Not every incel doesn't, uh, doesn't want to like do like thinks that like going down on a woman is gay. Like yeah. they come in all shapes and sizes and it's just, it's more exactly. about the process of how they get there. And it, yeah. and it, it just, yeah. And it just seems like it's sh- like, Again, like, especially when we see the relationship that second time, it's like that relationship should have ended a long time ago. And yeah, yeah, like every, like both of them should have realized to move on and do something else. But, you know, sometimes you get complacent and it's, it's not, and it's not like Florence's fault. She like tried her hardest to do everything. He just got tricked into this lifestyle where like women should have, women should just be at home all the time. And it's just, 
it, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And even like the the funniest part about that whole thing is like at some point he gets a job because <laughs> he has he talks about how he has to fund this, and it's like, but wh- why was that the final motivation was to live in this in your perceived paradise where she doesn't have to work exactly yeah for you to get a job and a job and they could have just lived their real life together yeah where she was still a surgeon she still went to work whatever but yeah you know maybe less yeah and she wouldn't have to work as much and now it's like he has to like pay for that apartment on his own with his with when he couldn't actually find a job uh is yeah, yeah. he just has to rag feeder water. Yeah, no. Which is it, insane. Yeah. That stuck to me the most for some reason. That shot when he was just like, took a rag with water in it and just wrung it out in her mouth. Yeah, that was, that was weird. So disrespectful, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, <laughs> like, I, it, it is just like the one thing that I, was disappointed by the movie was that we're we didn't get more of that and like hoping that there is kind of a sequel so we can see more of like what that reality is and especially like finding answers to like where are all these other women at like are they are they were they kidnapped and then they're forced to live in this dude (laughs) this cuck's parents basement (laughs) For lack of a better word. That's what I'm thinking. Like that girl that the, the new girl, the new guy and bro. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like like because there is that like that's cause we, we see how they like get into it, like get into the victory project. They have to like they have to be chosen and like it makes them like that thing is like twofold because it like makes them feel special, like they're elite. But really, yeah. the screening process is to make sure that they're not going to fucking be like cops or anything or like totally flake on them doing something like very fucking illegal. Uh, but yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Like that's just like some things I want. I want to like learn more about the, the world because it's like if. Yeah. Because from what we see, it seems a lot like our world. But they have this weird technology that not only can you go into a virtual reality world and feel everything without what we have as virtual reality goggles now, but you can also brainwash yeah. people with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like, that's technology that doesn't exist. I hope <laughs> it might, who knows? I know. Um, Cause, and also the thing about how Harry was able to change himself so much. Yeah. He made him British. He made himself British. Yeah, he's like, he I want to be everything. British. Yeah, he got. He made himself how he actually is, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, the perfect man. Even in like the earliest yeah. flashback, he he doesn't really have like the acne scars and stuff. He he kind of does look like that, except he has like longer hair and stuff, like a goatee. I think I don't know. Yeah, but when he has the chance to change it he does yeah no yeah he's just like i want to be this perfect like what i think is my perfect version of me uh yeah because the whole thing is that he let himself go physically mentally and emotionally yeah exactly yes 
Yeah, that that was like the long hair cracked me up so much. Yeah, I, I me too, because I was shook that that yeah. was him. I, I, I laughed a lot him. at this movie, and I could definitely tell nobody understood this movie that was in the theater with me. Uh, I mean, they they clearly tried to talk during the whole thing and like ask like, "What the fuck is going on? I don't understand." But even other than that, by like hearing some of the reactions to my reactions, it was just like it was very clear that the people who went into this theater with me did not understand. And I also lived in a, I live in a very cucked town. So I, I don't feel like yeah. the people who would go see this would understand it. Cause I, I do believe that there are like people that they talk about in this movie. There's a lot of people who live in this area like that. And me too. One of my I biggest, uh, one of my biggest things is the person behind me who said, well, what the fuck was that? That's my biggest clue. Yeah, well, because <laughs> I do that to movies. I go, what the fuck was that all the time? When I saw 3,000 Years of Longing, what the fuck was that? I haven't seen that, and now I want to see that just to be like, what the fuck was that? George then Miller? Then I saw Darling, and I'm like, yeah. And so, man, trapped his wife in a simulation because he thought it would make their lives better. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's not it, obviously, but that's, you know, the no. simplest dreams, that's what happened. No, yeah, it, it's, like, there's, like, it's pretty, like, I, I do feel like once you see the twist, it is pretty easy to understand the entirety of that movie. Uh, yeah. To, to, to get deep into it, you do have to understand a lot more things about incels, which I don't think the general population will understand, which I, I know I've been saying this, like, over and over again. But that's what I read when somebody says they didn't like the movie. I was like, oh, you just don't have the same brain poison that I do. <laughs> you have to sort of know, like, you had to sort of know things before you watch this movie. And, like, maybe you could rewatch it and research it. But yeah. I know the general public is not going to do it because the, because, like, the last time anybody, like, like, incel sort of culture made mainstream news was when that guy like shot up a bunch of people and that was like 2017. So like since then it hasn't really, it hasn't been popular like on popular radar, which I still find it funny that Olivia Wilde made this. I just kind of feel like this movie is like a, had got like the American psycho treatment, you know? Uh, no. What does that mean? American psycho. Okay. So, People thought American Psycho was even like, was like anti-man. Oh, because it was like directed by a woman and direct or written by a woman. Yes, because it's a whole satire on, you know, the like straight rich white man mentality. Yeah. No, yeah, it's and it's it, a critique of that. It's not, and it's not. Yes. Uh, radical feminist or anti-man it's just it's it's anti-capitalist essentially yes because people do act like this and yeah. people like this do cause the issues that they do uh, and you know even if it's not widespread like I don't think I could live if I knew that women could just be like strapped down to a bed, 
put things on their eyes and they're just put into something some man made up yeah just just like literal like literal slaves like i mean you know it yeah. it is a critique of like the house housewife of the 50s you know cuz that that like and and i yeah i i feel like yeah cuz it's like just I mean, that's, that's their whole thing is like going back to tradition and like, they think that that was like a good tradition to hold on to was that women pop out babies and then stay at home, raise the children and make food for the man. Yeah, that's exactly what Chris Pine said. He, he, he was like, we want, you know, we want you to clean our house, make us dinner, bang us. We don't ask for much. And don't talk. Except it's a lot. Yeah. About well, anything that we don't want you to talk about. Yeah. And and yeah, and that is like the, the radical shit that Jordan Peterson does talk about where it's like everything was ruined when we let women into the workforce <laughs> and we let trans women compete in sporting events and it's just like okay, shut the fuck up. Not very many trans women do sports. There's like five of them. And yeah. you know what? There's only one good one. So let us have something, please. Let's have exactly yeah. like it just doesn't matter. No, it, it it does not matter. Like, yeah, or like, yeah, it's just it's just like, yeah, this is just an easy way out. The whole movie is just an, a white man, or I guess honestly, any race could do it. Any race did do it in the movie, yeah. Um, well, and that's sort of like the pitfalls of the whole thing because it is. Like a lot of it is through the like the nostalgia, which like which does pertain back to what Alan Moore was saying, even though the subject matter he was talking about was bullshit. But he was right that it's like nostalgia and wanting a simpler time is very much uh, an arm of white supremacy and fascism because they just want to go back to a time when you know people of color didn't have rights and you know minorities were treated subhuman, and so especially because that's not at all popular today. They'll accept anybody who believes in their cause. But if it were to like, if what they want to happen was to happen and explode in popularity and people start going back to traditional ways, you bet your ass that they would kick every person of color that was in that simulation out. If it got popular. Exactly. And what did we, we only saw one, I think Uh, we saw an, like an, Indian slash Middle Eastern dude who was married yeah. to a white woman, mm-hmm. and then of the course peg. the black people or the black couple. Sorry, that <laughs> were both black. Yeah. Which I, even when I saw the trailer, I was like, interesting. Yeah, like like interesting, and then and but it's also like knowing that like, and that's like uh like how the leader of the Proud Boys is half black, I think. Um. And like, cause there's that famous channel five interview where Andrew's like talking about that. And then he just like goes off on this chance, like tangent and the dude's like, they say we're a white supremacist organization. And then he holds up his arm. Like, do you see any white skin on here and stuff? And it's just like, it's like, no, they're, they're using you as a thing to get your movement to be more popular. But as soon as like it gains enough popularity and they don't need you anymore, they'll kill you. Like they, they, yeah. they make no bones about that. You're just too dumb to see it. 
Yeah, and that's okay. And do you think that was also because now I'm thinking about this again? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why they had Gemma, an Asian woman, stab Chris Pine? Or do you think, or that probably, I don't know, that probably didn't have anything to do with it, really. But uh, like, uh, what I, does that mean? I, I, you know? Well, I do think future. that that did. Okay. That did feed into Olivia Wilde's casting decision, but also the fetishization of white cishet males for Asian women. That's because that's exactly what I thought when I first found out that like that was his wife. I was like, first of all, of course you have an Asian wife. Of course a man like that is going to have an Asian wife. You know? I... I need to see. Okay. Oh my god. I guess she's just a normal ass white woman. Never mind. Tammy. Tammy Peterson. Uh, Jordan Peterson's wife. Yeah. Maybe that's okay. what he cried about. He's so jealous. No. So yeah, he's so jealous. Oh, this, <laughs> so this is my favorite person. Is that he has a somewhat hot daughter, Michaela Peterson. Don't they? I feel like a lot of guys like that have hot daughters. Oh no, they do. But like, but who's Tommy Lauren's dad? Tommy Lauren. Oh. I haven't thought about her in a long. Is she still relevant? <laughs> oh no, she's just who I think of. No, I mean you're correct. Tommy Lauren, <laughs> father. Oh, she went to University of Las Vegas. Oh wow, that's. Who are Kevin Lauren and Trudy Lauren? Okay, so this is. I mean, yeah. I mean, he looks like a Republican. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's all. I, that's all. That's all I can say is he looks like a Republican. No, but uh, who is it? Michaela Peterson. She. So at what? This is very inside. Uh oh no! Here he is. So. When, during the pandemic, uh, was it Jordan Peterson, uh, he got addicted to, to benzo, to benzos. And so he somehow ended up in a Russian hospital to wean off his addiction. And this was like in like May of 2020. And so instead of, and Michaela Peterson was there. And so instead of taking care of him, she went to party with this dude, Andrew Tate. Do you know who Andrew Tate is? Yeah, I do. Bugai. I do. Bugai sparkling water. I'm I'm so glad we have the same brain poison. But yeah, she fucking I know she, Andrew Tate, I know he got his house raided because he was trafficking Romanian women. Oh, not only that, he did the same thing in England and that's why he doesn't really go back there anymore. And that's no, that's why he moved to Romania is because he was trafficking women there and got into trouble moved to Romania where the police are less stringent and the only reason why the police did anything was because there was like uh, like a diplomat's daughter there yeah. and so they had to do something but yeah Bugai Spockly Wa because you Bugai but yeah he fucking had he had a fucking pyramid scheme my my favorite part is like there are people who were like like, I don't believe this pyramid scheme, but they still paid the $50 to go into it. Like, 
actual like investing people because that was one of the things that they were teaching was people how to invest. And the dude was like looking at all the stock tips. And so he bought all the stock tips and like he lost so much money on the stock tips they were giving him. That's the thing. It's all a scam because they just want to like. Yeah. And then he has to like. uh, They don't care. Yeah. And then when he gets like challenged on anything, he has to bring in his like homies who will just like interject and just say the most outlandish shit so that he doesn't have to actually answer anything. It's, it's so funny. Like I'm he so glad so he got mad. Oh, he no. He's so mad. If there's an ounce of pushback, he doesn't like, he does not take it well. Like he, he only likes that people agree with him. But if you're just like, if you give him like any pushback, you're like, you're like, cause he, when he's just like, He's like, all the car accidents I've been in have been with women. And it's just like, well, how many car accidents have you been in? Like seven. And she's like, well, maybe you're the bad driver. <laughs> maybe it's not women. Maybe it's you. Because I don't know about you. I've been in one car accident I've <laughs> in my life. And I've, and I've driven a lot. <laughs> two? I think I have two. You've been in two. So maybe he is right. So... <laughs> No, I'm I mean, kidding. It's been almost 10 years. When did, yeah, I think mine was like in 2014. It's been almost it, 10 years of me driving. And it wasn't even my fault. It was because a deaf person, well, a deaf person, an old guy who was hard of hearing backed his giant F-350 into my tiny Hyundai and he dented the hood. The guy with the cowboy hat uh, hit me from behind. Wow. That sounds bad. A guy with a cowboy hat was, was it an um, F three fifty? Stopped their car. It might have been. Did not stop their car and rained into my Mitsubishi Endeavor. <laughs> That's a funny name for a car. I know. That's part of the reason why I said it. Yeah. At least it's not a Kia Soul. Oh wait. And now, hanging with Brody. Um, Jordan Peterson, the. Science or the um... psychology hard hitting questions. I was scared. The only place I like to be re- perceived is letterbox. Oh, okay, let's shout out your letterbox. Uh, my letterbox, letterbox is what is it? <laughs> I'm How looking it up you... now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, let's see, Andrea. It's film bitch 420 without the I in bitch. Oh, film bitch 420 without the I in bitch. Go follow her on there. Uh, you can find great reviews or you can find reviews like the Don't Worry Darling one, which says, I have thoughts. And then the, the review just ends. <laughs> Too high to write my thoughts. Oh, oh, that was so hilarious. But it started this podcast. So remember that, kids. Maybe just don't yeah. write reviews on Letterboxd and I'll ask you to be on my podcast. Yeah, I'll come back and we'll talk about Midsummer. Yes, let's do it because I have a lot of thoughts on that because the first time I watched it, I was I did not enjoy it. And then the second time, oh boy, it's now it's one of my favorite movies. The first time I watched it was a literal visceral experience. I literally felt my soul leaving my body. Yeah. I didn't understand it the first time I watched it. Not gonna lie. I think I was just I got dumped two months before I thought. Mm-hmm. So I think that really had oh, a lot. Hold on to do one second. 
have to go eat dinner. But you can go to sleep. I mean, I might. I might. Just because well, you, you know, you know it's going to go to shit that night. That night's going to go to shit. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>